and we're, we're keeping, keeping busy. busy. Uh, we kept busy with Thanksgiving this time. I'm sure yeah. all of you out there were busy with Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Did you keep really busy and do lots of stuff and make lots of food? I only made the recipe for today. That's a miraculous. I <laughs> I personally made enough food that I haven't cooked since. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> because for some reason I have absolutely no ability to figure out how much food I should feed people. Um, because it was really just my parents in addition to my family that was coming over for Thanksgiving. And uh-huh. for some reason I felt the need to not only make you know, 15 side dishes and stuff, but also to make massive amounts of those side dishes. (laughs) So I had like this gigantic bowl of corn on the table Mm. and this huge bowl of carrots. And everyone was just looking at them like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I typically for Thanksgiving go to my aunt and uncle's house and they have two turkeys and they have mashed potatoes, mashed corn, mashed butternut squash, mashed parsnips, or is it turnips? I don't even know because I don't take it because that's nasty. Sorry. Truth hurts. Um, I like mashed gravy, And it's just like, this is wonderful. I don't have to cook anything. Thank you very that's much. That's a lot of food for people who don't, you know, have teeth. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it's very like... Yeah gum your food sensitive you know to people who may not have their own natural dentin anymore yep that is true i guess is nice yeah it's a lot of mashed things and my baby wouldn't sample any of it rude that is so strange because babies are all about the squish food yeah she hit the grump stage she ain't having none of anything you're offering thank you very much yeah well one of my kids is like that too and he has no excuse (laughs) He literally, he came to the table and he ate one piece of stuffing that I manually fed him. And he was like, I hate Thanksgiving. (laughs) He sounded like the Grinch version, like the Thanksgiving version of the Grinch. What you drinking over there? I'm drinking some wine, which is good for my sore throat. (laughs) See, I was drinking green tea with honey, which is good for my sore throat. But I thought, I thought honey would tea but maybe wine is better <laughs> i don't think it's actually good for my sore throat um but full disclosure if if people think we sound a little funny this episode it's because we do we're both a little sick <coughs> we're so <coughs> sick so if there's any weird cuts <laughs> in the, the episode it's me um editing out coughing and sniffling as best i can yeah so what we did as our recipe this time around was we actually made this very interesting and different recipe. Uh, I love finding recipes that sound different enough that from what you're used to, but also appealing and not too hard to make. Yeah. So <laughs> I, was, I was pretty happy when you found this. It's, what is it actually called? The title of it. Cranberry Ginger Snap Pie. And very ginger snap from pie. The view from greatisland.com. This is a beautiful pie. 
It really like is a, so pretty. A deep, a deep burgundy color? I would call it cranberry. Oh. I think the color is cranberry to a T. Yes, that is correct. I have been corrected. Uh, and it, so let's just jump into it. How did yours go? It went really well. Um, I did have a few hiccups because I um, was trying to do too many things at once. So after I... Um, you make basically cranberry sauce and then you turn it into a cranberry curd by cooking it with eggs and additional egg yolks um, until it thickens and you cook the eggs in there and then just pour it in. So you're making like a cranberry curd, but you start off with basically a cranberry sauce because you're just boiling water and sugar and cranberries. Um, so I did it and I strained, I actually strained my cranberries before making the curd. I don't think it says that. I think it says to just go straight through the curd and then strain it afterwards. Yeah, you're supposed to puree it. Yeah, I did puree it. I pureed it, but I was like, there's tough, you know, tough skins and seeds and stuff. So I passed it through a strainer first. And while it was in the bowl, I had to go and do something with my children because they need constant attention. And when I came back, (laughs) the... It had already, even though it was still warm to the touch, there's just so much pectin and cranberries that had it already turned into a firm jelly, very similar to the kind of cranberry sauce you get in the can, you know, where it schlumps out and it has the rings of the can still molded (laughs) into the cranberry sauce. It was very much like that. Um... Which I was like, okay, fine, whatever. When I put it on the heat, it will melt and it'll be fine. But I should have heated it up all the way before I tried to do the curd. I was like, I'll just whisk it in really well. But it was acting super weird. So before I could even finish cooking the curd, I had to strain it again so that I could basically pass it through a fine filter and get all the little bits because it wasn't, like, homogenous. <laughs> it was weird. Oh, no. It had just little jelly bits floating around in it. But <laughs> once I passed it through the filter again, it came together, and I was able to, you know, stir it and complete the curd and, and everything. And I have to say, yeah. this was, like, the best cookie crust I've ever made. Mm. And I don't just mean the flavor, although I like the flavor a lot. Um, but the way that it came together, you know, usually you feel like you either have too much crumb or too much butter and it doesn't really cover the whole pan and something always seems to go wrong and it like falls down and it looks terrible. (laughs) I thought this, uh, excuse me, the ginger snap crust was really easy to make and I felt very satisfied by how it came out. Mm. Yeah, I like the crust a lot spicy alternative to uh, a graham cracker crust that you would traditionally see and um, it was something that I hadn't thought of before but like once you have it it works really well and I thought the richness of the walnuts was good with mm-hmm. the tanginess of the cranberry mm-hmm. it was a tangy pie it was actually less tangy than I thought it would be because when you're making the cranberry jelly part Mm-hmm. there's just so much sugar. What is it, a cup and a half of sugar? 
is a cup of sugar when you're making the sauce and then half a cup goes in with the curd. Right. So it's a cup and a half of sugar altogether. Yeah. So I actually thought it would be a little tangier, um, kind of more like a key lime pie, and it was so it was mm. sweeter than I expected it to be. I think that this was too tangy to eat without whipped cream or frosting. Frosting? I'm sorry, uh, whipped cream or ice cream. Oh, I was going to say, that's an interesting take. I apologize. I actually thought about saving the two egg whites from the extra yolks in the curd mm-hmm. and um, making it almost like a lemon meringue pie with mm-hmm. like the you know the half cooked meringue on top and then torching it but um, oh, I bet that'd be good I was thinking about it but we decided to go with the vanilla ice cream and it really I think the vanilla ice cream complements it really well yeah mm-hmm. so I think I had a similar experience I did I cooked mine in three batches um, as in, I, I was bringing it on Saturday. Thursday night, I made the crust. Then Friday during nap time, I made the sauce, uh, the, the cranberry sauce. And then uh, after baby went to bed, I made the curd and assembled the pie and put it in the fridge overnight. So I also had the jam problem, but I wasn't trying to sift mine before it went into the curd. I, I think it, it went... Is it a custard? No, it's a curd. Okay. Anyway, um, I think uh, it, it it whisked okay into the, the curd when I made it. I didn't have any problems. But um, the end result was a very tasty pie, but uh, I definitely needed to add something to it to make it palatable. Uh, I don't think that the folks that I brought it to for second Thanksgiving... Um, enjoyed it very much oh really yeah i wonder though i mean a lot of the bitterness is in the skins i wonder if having strained the skins out may have made because i can i like it with the ice cream i think it's good but i can just i see that you can do that i was like (laughs) hmm that's pretty good huh and i mean i like cranberry stuff but it's not it's not bitter at all, mm. and it doesn't have any more tanginess. Actually, I think it has less tanginess than than an actual cranberry sauce. Mm. Does yours? I don't like cranberry sauce. Okay, so it's interesting really that have... you picked this pie. Well, it's so pretty. It is pretty. Uh, I do. I do enjoy the pie. I just uh, think that I can't. I can't eat it by itself and enjoy it. Oh, okay. I think I could if I scooped out some of the cranberry and it was sort of a thinner layer of cranberry on top of the ginger snap. I think that would be a good balance. But if it's the full pie thickness, then I want to um, put some vanilla ice cream or something on there. Yeah. It definitely helps it out. Yeah. Did you do the sugared cranberries on top? No, I forgot about it when I was starting and I didn't save any cranberries. <laughs> so at the end, I was thinking like, oh, I, I can still do the sugared cranberries, but uh, there aren't any cranberries left. Oops. Mm. Well, I did Oops. them, and they looked kind of pretty, but then my kids were questioning my motivations. They're like, why would you put something on a pie if you can't eat it? <laughs> I mean, you can eat it. Go ahead. 
<laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I said that. I'm like, well, you can go ahead and try. <sighs> One of them did, but like bit into the cranberry, and they're like, no. <laughs> a poor thing. Yeah. You tricked them. You did. Uh, like, that's why you put inedible stuff on a pie to trick your children. <laughs> that's right. So you have been very busy with Thanksgiving. And I assume you have not had time to do anything else? I did make another loaf of bread. I tried um, oh. making a partial whole wheat loaf this time. I was still using the regular no-need bread recipe that I've been using, but uh, changed. It's a three-cup flour recipe, and I threw one of the cups of wheat flour in instead of white flour. And how'd it come out? So exciting. I'm trying to tell myself that making bread at home is healthier than buying bread at the store. And I feel like uh -huh. having that one cup of whole wheat flour in there helps me with that lie. Uh -huh. Because really what it is is when we make homemade bread, we just eat twice as much bread. <laughs> There's only Funny. so much time that it is fresh and delicious, so you gotta eat it fast. And right. then it's time to make more bread. Exactly. Exactly. So what have you been doing otherwise? I finished my Christmas card, which I'm very excited about. Ooh, I always look forward uh, to your Christmas cards. Uh -huh. I uh, photoshopped the family in some sort of holiday, wintry theme. This year, I don't think it's my best work, but I think it's definitely on par, like keeping the level of goodness up. So I'm excited. That's good. Uh, uh -huh. I have not done my holiday cards yet. I have not done that i didn't do it at all last year and i think people who had gotten them in the past felt like i had just mm -hmm. skipped them <laughs> like i had forgotten just that one person like i can't believe you snubbed me on christmas cards this year but in reality i actually sent them to nobody we just gave okay. up we like procrastinated and procrastinated and then it was the week of christmas and they were like i guess we're not sending christmas cards this year I'm like yeah i guess that's happening so if you're listening and you were expecting to get a Christmas card from us last year and you didn't, it wasn't just you. It was oh, everyone. Thank you. I now don't hate you anymore. Now that I understand. Anyways, now that Thanksgiving is over, it's officially Christmas season. It is snowing at my house. Is it snowing oh, at your house? It is. Yay, snow. Yay, snow. Christmassy Christmasness. It's supposed to snow all day tomorrow, so... Yes, it is. Since I depend on public transit, I'm hoping that they're... Stay home. <laughs> they tell me stay home. Yeah, Fingers I'm, I'm guessing all my children will be staying home, and oh. I think my husband will be staying home, and we'll have a full house of crazy people. Um, yeah. But that's okay, because we picked up our Christmas tree today. Oh! So I will make my little elves do all of my holiday decorating. I am going to open a bottle of wine and point and direct this year. I'm going to go, Garland, there! <laughs> Ornaments, there! Put it there! <laughs> and I'm, I, I haven't, I've thought about it, but I haven't done it. I would like to make them some lovely um, elf hats. So it, oh, when I'm ordering them cute. around, it looks more festive than it is, you know. <laughs> They're like elven helpers instead of child slaves. But whatever. You know, it's all, it's all, in, the, it's all in the spirit of Christmas. Uh -huh. It's all in decorating and holiday mood merrymaking. Uh -huh. 
That's the important oh, that part. Sounds lovely. It does. We'll have hot chocolate. Oh, have you seen these? Um, it's like a, a circle disc of marshmallow that is about yes, a hot chocolate topper. Month. Yes, and it has like chocolate and candies or whatever on top. Yes, <gasps> that's what we should have picked, but it's too late. We picked something else for next time. You like making marshmallows more than I do because mine don't I always do. come out right. I love making marshmallows because they're so delicious. But then, even the smallest batch that I can make is more than anyone in my household can eat, and that makes me sad. Yeah, but, but they're, they're like good for hot cocoa. so much better than store marshmallows mm-hmm. when they come out right. Right, they're perfect for hot cocoa. So even though we're not going to make it, you should, you out there in the audience, listener land should check out Alton Brown's marshmallow recipe because I feel like uh, I'm very successful using that almost every time. Yes, and marshmallows are great gift Mm. ideas as well. Uh You can make up little packages of hot cocoa mix and you can personalize them with fancy labels and bag up some marshmallows and people will think you're friggin' Martha Stewart. It would be fancy and impressive, and all you had to do was, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour of work, probably. Well, a little more than that if you count all the cleaning up of the marshmallowy stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So six hours. Six hours for cleaning up marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. It's so sticky. Oh, my gosh. And have you ever, t- like, you know, you turn on the KitchenAid, and then marshmallow starts, like, flying out the off the whisk and stuff into the kitchen? Oh, God. And you're like, oh, no, my my cabinets have been marshmallowed by everything. <laughs> by everything. And then for like a month afterwards, you keep finding just little globs here and there. You're like, yeah. oh, I didn't get that one. There's another one. And right. you're like, on the counter. Someone walks in, what are you Months doing? Later. Nothing? <laughs> I don't know if I have done that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. No judgments. No judgments. That's right. So instead of marshmallow hot chocolate toppers, we have chosen a quick bread recipe. It's called a quick bread recipe. Have you looked at these quick bread recipes? I feel like these are misnamed. So I looked through this recipe for the one we picked out, and it looks very much like a cake um, that is masquerading as a quick bread. First of all, never in my life would I call something a quick bread if you have to basically make an entire recipe and then also make egg whites to fold into it. <laughs> you know, you know when you read those recipes that are like, oh, the best pancakes ever, and then you look at them, and as soon as you get to beat the egg whites in a separate bowl, I am out. Like, I'm not doing that at 8 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? This is still quicker than if you had to, like, wait for a bread to rise. That's because it's not a bread. It's a cake. <laughs> oh, man. We're fisticuffs now. Read the directions. It's like cream the eggs and su- uh, the butter and the sugar together until it's light and fluffy. Yeah. Then mix in the other stuff and then... Fold in the meringue stuff that you made. It is a stinking fluff cake. This is a cake. Every cake recipe, right? Cream, well, most cake recipes. Cream, butter, and sugar. Add eggs one at a time. 
Add flour in thirds, alternating with your liquids. Heck yeah. Total cake. This is a cake. Cake and a loaf, which makes it a bread. (laughs) It's a cake and a loaf fan. But that's okay, because it sounds really good. I don't think we've said what it is yet. Oh, yeah. Um, it is a bourbon raisin pecan bread from and in case food. you couldn't com. in case you couldn't hear her because she's all you know that has no voice bourbon raisin pecan bread from food.com that's exactly what i said although interestingly enough this <laughs> this website that we're on which is not food.com has yeah, a I... lovely picture but I'm also feeling slightly like I might be misled in this case as well. Because it says the source is a stock photo. And if you go to food.com, there is no picture. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, hmm. Lies. This, this, also, this picture has walnuts on it, which leads me to believe that the person who picked it out is not very knowledgeable in the nut <laughs> area. <laughs> They don't really know they're nuts. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> people don't know they're nuts. You don't know your nuts. <laughs> Do you even know your nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I think I do know my nuts. Oh, good. That's good. Yes. Um. So anyways, it sounds good. So we're just going to go with that. Yep. Um, I'm all on board except for the part where there's raisins because raisins are nasty. Yeah, I didn't know about the raisins either. I'm not really sure about the raisins, but I'm thinking about dried figs. <gasps> oh, you what? can't feel that. You can't feel that. That's mine. I can. You said it. You said it. It's total fair no. game. I'm gonna edit it out and then I'll t- say that you stole it. I don't care. You can say that I stole it because I'll just be like, I thought of it all on my own because I'm just smart like that. That's a great idea. Bourbon and figs? To hell with raisins, man. Yeah, raisins is nasty. To hell with those raisins. Not having none of that. Ooh, maybe I'll do dates. I like dates too. Plus dates and pecans for some reason go really well together. Dates make you poo. Um, everybody poops anyway, so what's the difference? I haven't pooped in days. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. I don't want that joke in there. Yeah, right? <laughs> the poop jokes are not good for a food podcast. Nope. Anyway, where were we before that? We were talking about things. And you're going to make dates. Yep. I might. I might make dates. Because I don't even know if I have dried figs around me. That seems like something you would have in your fancy neck of town, but maybe not not so much me. The only figs that I can usually get are, like, mail order. For Christmas, sometimes somebody who loves me will get me those crazy chocolate-covered figs that have, like, the uh, chocolate rum truffle filling in them. Oh. oh, my God, they're so good. I have never heard of these things. They're amazing. They're also like as expensive as golden nuggets <laughs> do you want to make those instead <laughs> would i like to have golden nuggets instead no I you meant, can't would eat you those like to make the the big thingy oh no that's probably a lot of work plus i don't know if i can find figs <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough i'm gonna send you the picture of what the figs Dark chocolate stuffed. Oh my goodness, I just found the cross section. 
Aren't they glorious? Oh, there it is. Okay, so chocolate truffle and brandy filling, dried fig, chocolate coating. How do they do it? Right. So ah. the the brandy chocolate truffle is actually inside the dried fig, and then the entire thing is coated in dark chocolate. I guess you have to get the chocolate truffle like like when it's hot, and then inject it inside the fig. Yes. <laughs> Seems intense. Let's they are that. yummy, though. I bet. Anyway, um, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving and are excited to get into the holiday season, regardless of what holiday you celebrate. Everyone can enjoy a good bourbon cake. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. So if you want to make this recipe along with us, as we said, check it out at uh, food.com. If you have pictures of any delicious pies that you made, whether they were the cranberry, ginger snap, or otherwise, you can send them to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, send them to our podcast. And check out pictures of our pies on Facebook. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast and you'll find us. And maybe wait a couple days so I can find my pictures and put them on there. Well, by the time I edit this and post it, hopefully you'll have them. I meant a couple days after that. Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> So until next time, we'll be keeping busy. busy.